Woo! The Golden Stallion, the man of tomorrow, Savzu, the rated R radio star, and boy, a guy that at one time was called the king of the nerds, and I am dead serious about that. And that is a long story for another time. Something I actually, I think I talked about that. Boy, it was probably four years ago on Sovereign Tech. Uh, whew. Anyway, so I am here for another little Patreon episode, and something that's become kind of a tradition with uh, with Sovereign Tech and with Sovereign Tech, uh, you know, Patreon episodes particularly, is that anytime there's a new DC animated universe movie, um, I review it. And, and usually it's a very short uh, episode. In fact, this one will probably be pretty short. Um, you know, and I cover it because I think that the DC, and if you've heard any of the past DC animated universe reviews, uh, you know the score already. You know what I'm going to say. But I think that these are the best comic book movies Bar none, you know, animated or not animated, live action, Marvel, the Marvel, you know, cinematic universe, uh, the MCU doesn't hold a candle next to the DC animated universe. This is literally the best stuff getting produced today. Um, However, well, before I let the cat out of the bag, I really to this day, I haven't seen a bad movie out of the DC animated universe. Um, and except for certain renditions of the Justice League, as far as animated TV series go, I haven't really seen, you know, there's, there really aren't any bad ever since Bruce Tim came on the scene, you know, with Batman, the animated series and so on. There hasn't really been a bad animated uh, aspect to, uh, to DC comics really at, at all. Um, like I said, there's some parts of like Justice League Unlimited and Justice League in general, I wasn't a huge fan of, you know, they were on Cartoon Network and all that. Uh, but like, you know, Teen Titans is great, obviously. Um, I mean, you know, there, there's some, there's a lot of stuff to really love in the entire, in, you know, not just the DC animated universe, but in DC's animated history. Uh, of course, there's the classic Super Friends, which is still, you know, just one of the, uh, one of the most popular um, and one of the most well-regarded. Uh, I mean, even though today, you know, by a lot of animation standards and even storyline standards, people would think it's ridiculous. But, uh, you know, really animated shows ever made. Super Friends is still, you know, that popular. Um, so anyway, so what I'm going to review uh, this time around is something that admittedly, like, I didn't exactly know what it was. Okay. I mean, I, I knew who the character was. I knew who the character was very well. I just didn't know, like, what what is the story behind this movie? And honestly, I downloaded it. It was something released on May 8th, uh, and I didn't really know what, you know what the deal was with it. And I watched it, and this isn't really part of the DC animated universe. So it's almost unfair to review it, but I do want to talk about it because it lends itself to another aspect of what DC is doing in media outside of the comic books uh, that, that I think is important to talk about. So the movie is Vixen and yet just like your, you know, V I X E N. And unfortunately it's not about the really fantastic, uh, uh, metal band all, you know, all woman fronted. Uh, I love the band Vixen. They're like the, you know, they were back in the eighties and, and the nineties, they were called the female Bon Jovi. Uh, and absolutely. I like, I, I'm a huge, huge fan of Vixen all the way. Uh, you know, edge of a broken heart, the whole thing. I, I mean, just, just, you know, I love it. Um, but, uh, well, I guess I should say hard rock, 
You know, I know some people have emailed me and said, oh, well, you know, there's, there's, you know, there's metal, but then there's hard rock. And really, Brian, you listen more to like hard rock than you do metal. And yeah, I can get that. But I do listen to a lot of metal. I just don't always review it as often. But anyway, so Vixen, this is the name of the movie. And it's not actually a movie. What it is, is a compilation. I mean, it's a movie. Yes, it's an animated movie. It's an animated movie. Um, but it's a compilation of two seasons of a web, an animated web series for the character of Vixen. Now, the unique thing here is that Vixen exists within what's called the Arrowverse, okay, which is all the shows that are kind of based off of or that surround uh, Green Arrow, which for a couple seasons, the, the TV show of Green Arrow was, uh, was tremendously popular and very well regarded. Now, not so much. But sort of its offshoots, Flash and all those shows on the CW, um, you know, they, they, they get well regarded and all that. And we're going to end up probably talking about them quite a bit. Uh, myself, I'm not a fan of the CW DC universe. I'm not a fan of the Arrowverse. Uh, I like the Green Arrow, you know, as a comic book character. I certainly like the Green Arrow uh, when he was on, you know, the original, I forget the actor's name who played him because he also played Aquaman in a pilot that never got uh, picked up. But um, the actor that played him in Smallville, um, I, I thought, I'm, I'm, I'm actually a huge Smallville fan. I thought that that show was, was fantastic. And the fact that the Arrowverse, like, doesn't follow that, um, that path, you know, that in that universe, I, I think that's really disappointing. But I, I absolutely love Smallville. Um, anyway, so I don't, you know, I'm not invested in the Arrowverse in, in any way. I've checked it out. I've watched stuff, tried to get into it, blah, 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 because I am such a huge comic book fan. And particularly, I'm a huge DC comic book fan, at least historically. I'm not always a fan of everything they've been doing uh, lately, or at least over the past uh uh, you know, few years. Like I, I totally supported New 52. I thought that that was a great idea, but then they just started botching everything up, uh, you know, not long after they started New 52. Anyway, so Vixen is, yeah, so it's a web series um, and it's based around, you know, the eponymous character uh, of Vixen who, well, ah, boy, <laughs> where, do, where do you even start uh, with, you know, with, with all of that? Uh, but there's the, you know, her name, her, like the, the character's name is Marie McCabe. Uh, and she ends up getting these, well, Frank, okay, so let, let's back up a little bit. Vixen originally was a comic book character that was supposed to be starting um, like in around 1978. Now, a huge deal happened in 1978 in the comic book industry. And that's what's called the DC implosion, um, where you know, it's kind of, it, it's, it's almost the, the best way to describe it or like the best thing to compare it to would be like the game crash of 198, the video game crash of 1984. You know, it's sort of, sort of a similar situation that occurred. Um, so this character was supposed to have uh, her own series, but then it, it didn't really, you know, cause they were trying to create this, you know, again, African female uh, uh, comic book hero. Uh, heroine that that just it didn't you know it didn't come to be and eventually she would premiere in you know in action comics and then uh, she'd end up being in a lot of different team uh, uh, series like she'd be in Justice League she was even a member of the Suicide Squad for a while which I think is kind of interesting um, you know a lot of things and and come around 2008 really the first time I had I can recall really hearing of her is they did a five issue limited run called Vixen Return of the Lion in 2008. Um, where, where she was in it. And I mean, it was a very sexy comic book, uh, admittedly. Um, but anyway, so yeah, Vixen is this American, uh, you know, female character, 
uh, or American, did I say American? Fuck. African female character. Um, the comic book largely takes place in America, or, you know, her, her appearances usually take place in America, though she has, like, you know, this tribal history in Africa and all this stuff. Um, boy, and, I, and where do I even start with all that? So, well, let me, let me talk about the movie first, then I'll get into critiques about the character. Um, the, the movie itself, again, this was like a, a compilation. You can tell that it's a compilation of a bunch of different, uh, episodes, even though they added in some odd 15 minutes of extra footage, uh, to kind of put it all together and really bring some resolution. Um, and there's already claims cause I guess the web series was popular enough and the movie has been fairly popular enough, I guess, that they may be making a, uh, an actual like series about the character, like a live action series about the character of Vixen. So, but this is all canon stuff within the Arrowverse. Um, I don't know. Like I, I thought it was weak sauce. Like I, I really, really thought it was weak. It, it was, it's probably the worst, uh, probably the worst animated effort that DC has done in a long, long time. I mean, it like I, I really thought th- there, there wasn't much going for it. Now, granted, it helps watching this if you have knowledge of the Arrowverse, right? If you know, because Green Arrow's in it, Flash is in it, Black Canary's in it, right? All these characters, you know, that you know from like Legends of Tomorrow and all that shit. Um, if you know all that stuff, Vixen makes a little more sense. But it's it, it really, as a standalone, you know, and I am the product of of you know, kind of understanding it as a standalone, because again, I'm not so deep in the Arrowverse. I know all the characters. I know all these comic book characters, you know, uh, deeply, uh, but, or intimately, I guess is the word I should say. But I mean, as far as like their renditions in the Arrowverse, no, I'm I'm not that versed, (laughs) no pun intended, uh, in it. And yeah, I just, you know, if this was like an introduction to, you know, to kind of like the character of Vixen. And then if this was an introduction to the Arrowverse or something like that, which it might be because it's animated and kids would watch it or who knows what, uh, like I said, it's piss poor. Um, the, I mean, the acting's fine. The animation is fine. It's just the story. There's no real story here and it it doesn't hold you. And in fact, it's kind of sad because if the web series, the web series you would assume is very popular because it got renewed for a second series and, you know, a second season and all this, and then eventually gets made into a movie. Um, if, you know, web series are usually short little clips, you know, a few minutes long and they got to kind of hook you. Okay. Uh, if that was the point here, like, I don't see how this would ever hook anybody. Like, like there, there, there's not enough going on. Um, you get no investment in the character. The character of Vixen is very like they try some cheap comedy, but it's very cheap comedy. Uh, like there's a scene where she's kind of making jokes about how ridiculous her name sounds and that she's going with it. And, and it just falls flat. It's like, yeah, that that's fucking predictable. You know, um, the, uh, the music, nothing special to write home about, which is a shame because DC is you. I mean, like more so than Marvel ever has like DC, they have that, that, that two disc collection where it's like that 75th anniversary of DC music. Uh, and when you, you know, when you get your hands on that from movies to TV shows, to animated movies, to animated shows and all that, the rich history of DC music, I mean, it it is a rich history. It's some of the greatest music ever composed. Uh, and Vixen added nothing to it. Um, you know, there's just, I mean, yeah, you can say, well, it's just a web series. What the hell do you expect? Well, I don't know, like DC's anime, when it comes to animated stuff, DC, like that's DC's bread and butter when it comes to animated series of any kind, web series or whatever. And so to kind of, 
you know, to not be up to snuff, I think is, I mean, that's, that really sucks. You know, like I actually, I applauded, you know, what probably another uh, week recent outing um, would be, there was the Green Lantern uh, animated, but that was like CGI animated where he would, you know, was going against the Red Lanterns and everything. That was a pretty weak outing too, but I actually applaud them for doing it in CGI to, to make it very different from the animated, uh, you know, usually the, you know, the other animated series. Um, because that was really kid stuff. I mean, like that was admittedly openly kid stuff. As to where this is attached to things that are not kid stuff that are supposedly very, you know, adult at times, that being the Arrowverse. Uh, so it's another case really where, well, I mean, there's no characters to really care about. Like there's her dad, there's her sister who, you know, wants to steal her powers too. Cause the whole thing is that this character of Vixen like has these totems, has the, you know, which are like these crystals that come from this, this ancient tribe. And these crystals give, you know, the, the wearer gives them powers like powers of water or powers of fire or, you know, powers of, of like, you know, like these, these, uh, uh, kind of psychic animals and everything that can come out and whatever. And, and it all, you know, I mean, I'll just cut to the chase. It all comes off, honestly, in my opinion, it comes off as racist. Like it, it comes off as, you know, there's nothing wrong at all. And I hope I've made my case, you know, uh, in the past. I mean, you, you know, I, I'm all for a lot of very different social movements. I mean, I really, really am. Um, but I, and I, but I've, I've said this before. I've come, I've complained uh, about, um, you know, the fact that they constantly use like the black green lantern and all this. I mean, it's great. You know, yes, I want diversity. I want black characters. I mean, I want them so bad, but I think it's downright insulting to like have to constantly attach them to the jungle to constantly have to attach them, you know, to, to some kind of like tribalism and, and all this stuff. And I don't think it comes off as respectful. I think it comes off the exact opposite. Now I could be wrong. Okay. And, you know, let me know if you think I'm being way off base here. Uh, but I really, really felt that, that this was nothing less than insulting. You know, I, I didn't think it came off as a strong character. I think it came off as a stereotype and a bad one. Um, you know, it, it's a lot like, you know, kind of my complaints of. So there was the, the Marvel show Iron Fist, right, which didn't uh, didn't really strike very well. <laughs> no pun intended with people. Um, like a lot of people complained about it, whatever. And there was a lot of initial complaints about it. The initial complaints were, is that they were going to, they were having a white guy play the lead character, um, of Iron Fist, you know, who is this, you know, kind of, kind of like this, this, uh, hero, Marvel hero with this, you know, a Asian kind of mystery mythological history and all this stuff. Right. Um, and people say, well, it's racist to have a white guy, you know, playing something that, that has to do with like Asian history or something. But then, you know, Asian people came out and said correctly, in my opinion, they said, no, you people are the racist for thinking that everybody that does Kung Fu has to be Asian. And I, and I, I understand that. And I agree with that completely, you know, and this is where, this is where I think Vixen falls also falls flat in that and, and comes off honestly as the more racist because, oh yeah, yeah, we can have this, this, this black female character, uh, you know, in strong character and all this, but, uh, yeah, she's got to be tied to, you know, the jungle. And all this, and she's got to be tied to lions and she's got to, you know, I mean, I mean, come on, you know, it, it just, it to me, it really came off as, is as, as so stereotypical, you know, and it's not like, 
you know, here's the thing. Like, there's a way to, you know, I get it. If you want to identify, if someone wants to identify with, like, you know, their 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 African heritage and all this stuff, um, like, I, I'm full. Obviously, I'm fully supportive. People can do whatever the hell they want. Okay, that's fine. Um, but there's a way to do it right. Like, I think you know, w- one character that I'm a huge fan of from Marvel is Black Panther. Huge fan. Now, you could say, well, how is Vixen different from Black Panther? Black Panther is like, you know, the king of his own jungle and everything. And, you know, he has Wakanda. And, um, you know, how, how, do you, how does that mesh with what you're saying about Vixen? Well, here's the thing is that, you know, Black Panther, yeah, he's like, the, you know, he's the head of state of his own little co- of his own country. But this country is, you know, highly technologically advanced. Like, I mean, it's more advanced than America. And it's like, it's the country where that, that, that produces most of the world's adamantium and all this stuff. Like it's a world player, you know, it's not some, it's not something necessarily, you know, backwater or, or whatever else, you know, it doesn't come off as like something animalistic necessarily. I mean, yeah, it's Black Panther. I understand, but you get my point is that it, you know, it's very 21st century. It's very modern. I mean, like, you know, but it can still, it's, it still plays homage you know, obviously to, uh, you know, to African history, which I think that's the way to go about it. You know, um, I mean, to my mind, so I'm ethnically Jewish, right? And I mean, it'd be like, I don't know, it'd be like making a character, a Jewish character. And there's plenty of Jewish characters in comic books. I mean, in DC, as well as Marvel, you know, you think Kitty Pride, she's probably the most famous, uh, you know, Shadow Cat from the X-Men. She's, she's Jewish. Uh, you know, there's, there's a whole slew of them, but that'd be like that. They get their power from like, you know, picking up a Torah or something, you know, it's like, no, like, let's get past, you know, come on, like, stop this, (laughs) you know, like there's no need for that kind of identity or that she has to go like, like, that'd be like Kitty Pride would have to go to the wailing wall, you know, to kind of get her powers of the ability to go through walls or something, which ironically almost makes a, uh, makes a touch of sense. But at the same time, like, no, that's stupid. You know, like, 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 don't, you don't have to attach people like that. Like, you know, they're, they're, yeah, they can have that ethnicity and they can have kind of that cultural history, but leave it at that. Don't make it like the, the, the central figure of their, uh, you know, of their being to be the, you know, these, these ancient whatevers, <laughs> you know, I mean, just like, it just doesn't, it doesn't fly. You know, I, I, I would find that to be incredibly insulting, you know, or that she has to, well, I mean, we could go down a whole list of, of different Jewish rites, maybe that she'd have to do to, to claim her powers and all that. And it just it just it would come off as ridiculous. It's like, no, it's like, I mean, let, let this person be the modern woman or whatever, you know. Um, so, yeah, I, I just I really felt I, I felt that this movie was was uh, was insulting, you know, and, and correct me if I'm wrong. And because if, if I'm off base, I will apologize, you know, like across the board. I am happy to apologize. Uh but not just that, the story sucked, the music sucked, like there, there was, there was no, in my opinion, there was absolutely no redeeming quality whatsoever um, in this little movie. Yeah, I get it, it's a unique animal in that it, um, you know, it's a compilation of a web series, but I've seen that sort of thing done before, and it can be done right. And you can put in like really, uh, really cool connecting tissue, uh, as it were, to to enhance it, to make it a little more movie. You know what I mean? Um, there's just there, there's plenty of ways to go about this. There's plenty of ways to do it right. Uh, so anyway, um, yeah, I, I just I, I wasn't impressed, and and it's sad because like I hate to say anything negative, um, or you know I hate that something comes up that's negative, 
a, you know, within the DC animated universe, within the DC universe as a whole. But honestly, like I, I'm very negative and, and you can disagree with this, you know, if you like, if, but I'm very negative on everything that CW is doing with DC. Uh, I think the Supergirl series, which I watched, uh, and I know originally that was CBS, right? Um, the Supergirl series, I think, is is ridiculous. Uh, I think the Flash series is ridiculous. Like, I think all of it gets treated uh, with kid gloves. And it's not necessarily for kids. Like I said, I mean, the, the, I can think of plenty of moments where, like, this is really serious, hardcore stuff. Um, I mean, I mean, what the fuck are they doing? Doing fucking musicals? Like, and they're not doing them in a kitschy way. Like, you can do musicals in a fun way. Like, I remember when Hercules and Xena did musicals, and it was funny. Like, it, it was actually really, really well done. Uh, these, the, this stuff's not being well done. It, it's pure teeny bop nonsense, uh, in my opinion. And Vixen just kind of adds to that, where everything just feels so shallow. That's really it. You know, that, that actually hits it. That hits the button. Is everything going on with the, with the Arrowverse and with what CW does, all of it feels incredibly shallow uh, for, for DC. And, and that's, that's a slap to the face of DC because that's what makes D in my opinion, Marvel was always the shallow universe, right? Except for maybe like fantastic four where they had real family problems, which is, you know, fascinating. Um, or where Iron Man who, you know, you know, minus Iron Man and fantastic four, like Iron Man, you know, was, was a drunkard. He had real problems. Um, but that was always very shallow as to where DC was always very deep. I mean, and like dealing with the big stuff. I mean, you went, you went, you know, you did, uh, uh, you know, you're doing like Jack Kirby's stuff, right? <laughs> you know, with, with uh, um, oh, hell, what? with Darkseid, you know, and, and Orion and all those guys, right? You know, all the for fourth world shit. Uh, I mean, man, like anytime I see DC getting hand getting handled in such a shallow way, it's it, I, I just it's insulting, you know, and, and it's insulting to the brand. It's insulting to the history of DC, a magnificent history, frankly. I mean, like even, you know, Batman, the animated series, who was that geared towards? Yes, it was, it was on Fox. It was on Fox kids. That was the label fucking for it was Fox kids. It was, you know, geared towards children, but did Bruce, Tim treat Batman, the animated series as some kind of shallow shit? No, are you kidding me? It's some of the deepest. It's, it's widely regarded the greatest cartoon of all time because anybody can watch it and get stuff out of it. Adults or otherwise, because it's so deep and it's so serious. You know, that's where I think everything in the Arrowverse, it just feels like kids' gloves. Um, and you don't have to put on the kids' gloves, you know? I mean, like, I've been reading comic books since I was a kid, and they weren't putting kids' gloves on the comics back then. You know, the stuff was, the stuff was serious. The stuff, I mean, and, and, and there's something to this. I've talked about this before, I think, on some Q&As, where a big problem is that... <sighs> how exactly to put this is that content made for kids. Like, I feel like it almost stunts their, you know, their development, their mental development, you know, instead of letting them see stuff, I mean, they don't need to see like, you know, I'm not saying censorship either, but they don't need to see a bunch of gory shit or, you know, they don't need to see like full on sex scenes and all that stuff. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that, you know, there's nothing wrong with the, the character that a child is rooting for, there's nothing wrong with that character being 30, 35, 40, something like that, like I was when I was rooting for Batman. Okay, and Robin doesn't have to be 12. You know, Robin can be, can be 20 or whatever, you know. Um, I think there's a problem with that. Like, I, I've, I've talked about this before, that, like, when I was a kid, 
all of the heroes on TV or in comic books or whatever, you know, or not, not all of them. I mean, you had the Teen Titans back in the 70s, you know, and all that. I, I, I know. But, like, the big heroes, you know, were all in their 30s. Like Captain Kirk, uh, wrestlers. I mean, go down the list. And, and I think when you start making all of the heroes the same age as the kids, like, I, I think you kind of stunt growth, mental growth with that. You know, there's nothing wrong with aspiring to be, to grow up um, as to where it seems to be kind of like the, the, you know, there seems to be this push for like eternal youth, but not eternal youth, like a, eternal immaturity, you know. Uh, and, and I know there's been cases over, you know, as long as there has been mass media where, um, you know, where this wasn't the case or, you know, where, where there have been like child heroes and all this different shit. Right. I, I understand that. But but it just seemed to like like it seems like now it's really like like this dumbing down and uh, and and things being very shallow and all that just seems to be far more prevalent in like the past maybe 15 years, uh, maybe even longer, you know, and and I and I, I think it's crazy. I mean, think like here's another one. How about for Marvel? The fucking X-Men, the 92 X-Men. Are you kidding me? That's serious as a fucking heart attack. And that was like the number one, that was the other number one show on Fox Kids, you know? And I mean, you know, you didn't want, uh, you, you never wanted Wolverine to fucking get into a goddamn musical. No, you were like rooting for Wolverine because he carved up the top of Scott's car because he was pissed off that he was off with Jean Grey. And it's like, fuck yeah, baby. You know, like that, that's, that's what you want to grow up with. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, not this nonsense. Oh, if anybody listening to this is a fan of the Arrowverse, I mean, you can write to me and tell me what you dig about it because maybe I just don't get it. Maybe I'm missing the point. Uh, I don't know. You could say it's cool to finally see them, you know, on, on TV and all this. Yeah, I get that. But that's the thing. Like, I was a fan of Smallville. Smallville was all this shit on TV. He even had Supergirl. And oh, it was great with, what, what was her name? Uh, uh, Vandervoort? What the? Oh, shit. What was the actress's name that played uh, that played? Uh, Supergirl in that something Vandervoort. I know that was her last name anyway, but I mean, that was awesome. That was really good stuff. And that was another one where even though it was kind of like, yeah, it was Superman as a teen, right? It was Clark Kent as a teen. It didn't get handled shallow. Like that was the, the, the best thing. The thing that finally sold me with, with Smallville was in the second season. It was like the second or third episode of the second season where, um, he's developing his heat vision. I've told the story before I know, but anyway, He's developing his heat vision. How does he get his heat vision? He gets it by getting a Studenhofer. He gets it by getting a boner. You know, he gets turned on, he can control his heat vision. And, like, that's, that's a very serious subject to talk about. You know, puberty and all that. Oh, I thought that was fantastic. I was like, yes! I mean, like, like that, that was such a clever idea. I don't know... Uh, I mean, I don't read Superman that religiously. I like Superman. But, uh, but I don't read it, you know, that heavy. I don't know if they ever integrated that, like, after New 52 or something, but they should have. Like, that, that should totally be a plot point that, you know, when Superman uses his heat vision, you know he's getting a, you know, he's getting a stiffy, right? <laughs> so, oh, yeah. I mean, that's the way you do it, you know? And I just, I just feel like all of this shit, it's just, it's, it's so shallow. There's, there's no real depth to be had here. Um, and I'm not saying Marvel's doing any better, certainly. Uh, in fact, I'm curious. I want to see the new Thor film. I got a shot. I saw a picture. Uh, they, or they leaked pictures of Hulk's bed in, the, in Thor Ragnarok. The, or the, is it Thor Ragnarok? Is that the new one? Yeah, yeah, Thor Ragnarok that's coming out. Because apparently they're going to integrate the planet Hulk uh, 
uh, storyline, which I think is one of the best storylines in comic history. Uh, really, really love that. Um, I'm curious, like, I hope that when you see Hulk in bed, I want to see Hulk in bed with some women, you know, or alien women anyway, whatever. Um, you know, I, 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 they better sexy that shit up. That bed was sexy as hell. You know, otherwise I'm just going to be, it's going to be the same thing. It's like, oh, you're fucking shallow. You know, like you're, you're not, you got lucky with the Iron Man movies because you had the one character that actually has problems, you know, like because he's an alcoholic. Um, and then you got lucky with that. Otherwise everything's shit, you know? And, and so, I mean, we'll see. Like I'm, I'm already, well, Doctor Strange is pretty good, but that's because the visuals were so, were so unique. But that was kind of kids gloves still. So, I don't know, I'm not very hopeful about, about any of these, you know, any of the live action stuff. Like I said, the best thing going is the DC animated universe. But I think Vixen, for a lot of people, they might catch this and they'll go, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> like they'll watch it and they'll be like, what, what did I just see? This isn't, this isn't as good as, you know, Bad Blood or uh, Justice League War or, you know, any of that or Batman uh, Bat- or Superman Doomsday or, you know, uh, uh, Superman versus, or what was it, Shazam versus Black Adam or whatever. Uh, you know, they'll probably say, yeah, it wasn't, didn't live up to any of that. I mean, they even made a, a short animated film for the, the, what is actually the DC animated universe uh, for Green Arrow. And it was awesome. It didn't have anything to do with the Arrowverse. And it was great. And the music was great too, which, like I said, this is that's probably the the worst part of this whole vixen thing is that the music's uh, just just passable, you know. It doesn't stand up as to where, at, like, so there's a there's a company called La La Land Records, which they work with uh, Intrada as well, um, but the company La La Land Records they they sell very exclusive uh, soundtracks, like they sell like four disc sets of uh, Star Trek soundtracks or something for like Enterprise or Voyager. Um, or, or Deep Space Nine. I mean, they're all super high quality or they sell like those big volume sets of uh, X-Files music and everything. Uh, and they have for like rare movies, they even have like a four disc set for Jurassic Park and all this stuff. I mean, they, they do really, really great releases. Now, they, hit, they also release DC Showcase soundtracks, which are all soundtracks from all of the animated universe releases um, for, uh, you know, for the movies, for the animated universe movies. Uh, I mean, you can like Justice League Dark, which I thought had a great soundtrack and that I reviewed recently. You can get that, uh, you know, through, well, you can actually get that through some digital downloads. But anyway, that that is done through La La Land Records. Um, and like, I mean, but that's, the you know, La La Land Records takes the time to release all of these soundtracks from... Uh, from the DC animated universe, because these are such masterpieces. There's there's such great you know works of art. Uh, again, some of the greatest compositions ever done, and that's why they release them. That's why they bother to have to make physical releases or even digital releases of it all. Uh, and Vix and so it's just it it stands out when one of these movies doesn't have that quality of music, and Vixen does not. I mean, it, it's it's pure shit. So yeah, I I think the movie was insulting. Um, you know, personally, I, I, I mean, to me, it's insulting. It's insulting to DC. I think it's insulting, honestly, uh, to Africa, <laughs> to Africans in general. Um, I think it's insulting, you know, you know, to, to, to black people, to POCs, you know, uh, I mean, it's just, it's insulting across the board. I, I was, I was so unimpressed by this. So if you saw it, maybe on the torrent sites and you haven't watched it yet, I hope my review saved you the time because there's no point. It doesn't add anything to the animated universe. If, if you're into the Arrowverse, I guess it adds to that. And I guess she's actually going to be, uh, you know, Mira's going to be a character um, within that with live action. I think she's actually already kind of been in it, but oh, yeah. 
And and you can tell me, you know, if you actually think the Arrowverse, hold, you know, has something going for it, let me know because I just don't, you know. But maybe I'm just not. Maybe I'm missing something. Maybe there's something I don't understand. So anyway, I'm going to be releasing. Uh, a couple more reviews, and these are actually going to be of good movies, though movies you wouldn't expect. I'm going to be releasing this week a couple reviews for uh, the Injustice movies. Now, what these are, so you know when they're coming, um, there's Injustice 1 and Injustice 2. Now, they are actually YouTube videos that were made um, of, like, all the, all the, the, uh, the full motion videos, like all the cutscenes and some of the gameplay for the games, Injustice, Gods Among Us, and Injustice 2, uh, which are both DC Universe games made by probably the greatest developer out there right now, NetherRealm Studios, which also make the Mortal Kombat games, of course. Uh, so, But there's some people out there that make excellent, excellent movie... Ver- I mean, this is a popular thing, to where you make movies out of video games. That's not, you know, where you make out like a... And it's a full narrative, and you watch it for a couple hours or maybe even longer, um, and you get to experience, you know, the story that these games are putting out there. It's one of my favorite types of things to watch, uh, the Injustice, the two Injustice movies uh, particularly are, well, I'll, I'll tell you this now. I mean, they're phenomenal. They're, they're really, really great. And I have, uh, in fact, I did a recent, like, you know, I was doing like a sovereign top eight about comic books and everything. And the Injustice comic books, the Injustice universe, because uh, it is an alternate universe with DC, was on my top eight because it's that fucking good. It's really the best DC comics you can read right now. Uh, so anyway, so I will be reviewing those movies uh, coming up, but you already know that I think they're great, but you know we'll get into the nitty-gritty and the details on them, um, and I'll be releasing those soon. So anyway, there it is. There's my review of Vixen. Uh, absolutely terrible. Uh, I mean, like, I wish I was saying something different, but I'm not. I, I, think, there, I think there's everything wrong with this. Uh, and... Correct me if I'm wrong, you know, go ahead and message me, email me, whatever. If you're into the Arrowverse and you get the deal and you understand Vixen, something I missed. I I mean, I know the character very well. I get the powers. I understand the history and all that. Uh, You know, tell me about it. So anyway, there you have it. Uh, More coming out this week. And of course, uh, you know, we will have your regular Wednesday Q&A will be out along with the Hangout. And then we've got uh, Dynamite Sovereign. I will see you on the other side. You just experienced Sovereign Tech. Go to SovereignTech.com, that's S-O-V-R-Y-N Tech.com, and connect with us there. Find links from today's show and catch our podcast feed. Sovereign Tech is copy heart. Copying art is an act of love, and love is not subject to law. So please, share the show however you like. Welcome to the evolution.